Huddling Up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. The Cookville Cavaliers roll past the Warren County Pioneers. The Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats top Macon County in their district opener, while the White County Warriorettes dispatch border rival Van Buren County. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. The Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. A high level of workmanship, mountain barn builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. On Interstate Drive in Cookville, Tom Duggan for the high school playbook. We've got some coaches lined up to speak with this morning. Scores from around the region from last night and much more over the course of the next one hour. So buckle up and let's get going. Before we get started, let's hit the UC Sports Nation scoreboard from Friday night in girls' action. Gabby Beatty scored 20 points to lead York Institute over Clay County, 52-30. to Jordan Gillis had 22 as Cookville down Warren County, 58-52. Cannon County over to Cap County in a non-district border rivalry game, 64-46. Ella Van Vranken had 19 in the loss for the Lady Tigers. Jackson County over Trousdale County, 57-30 last night. Livingston Academy open district play with a win over Macon County, 62-38. Ellie Butler with 24 points. Hallie Ledbetter added 15. We'll talk to Coach Leslie Riddle coming up later on in the program. Monterey over Midway, 47-36. Lindsey Wright scores 13 for the Lady Wildcats. CAK top Stone Memorial in the Stone Christmas Classic last night, 71-32 the final score. Upperman down in Panama City Beach knocked off Nice, Florida, 37-33. Double-double for Abigail Johnson with 19 points in the game. White County tops Van Buren County, 72-40. Nia Powers, 16 points in the basketball game. Coach Michael Dodgett will join us live at Chick-fil-A at the bottom of the hour. On the boys' side, York Institute over Clay County, 67-54. Cookville gets 21 apiece from Jack Oakley and Josh Hurd as they beat Warren County, 64-55. We'll talk to Coach Josh Hurd later in the program. Head Coach Danny Fish of the Warren County Pioneers joins us live here in just a moment at Chick-fil-A along with members of the Warren County basketball team. Connor Close with 26 to lead DeKalb County over Cannon County, 54-47. Jackson County gets a big win over Trousdale County, 54-29. Livingston Academy gets 15 from White Hargis as they knock off Macon County in their district opener, 57-36. Monterey gets 27 from Brandon Dillon, 25 more from Trey Monet as they beat Midway, 80-42 last night. White County with 20 points from Trip Pinion in a 67-49 victory over Van Buren County on Friday night. Let's turn our attention to the Warren County Pioneers as head basketball coach Danny Fish joining us live at Chick-fil-A here on this Saturday morning. Coach, good to have you with us. Always good to be here, Tom. Always glad to be back at Chick-fil-A and uh, talk a little Pioneer basketball. Coach, you had a tough one against Cookville last night, but just about every game I look at on your schedule has been a tough one thus far this season. We'll get to the full schedule, but let's talk about Cookville first and foremost last night and uh, how proud were you of your team's performance? I know it was a scrap throughout the course of the game. Oh, yeah, it was back and forth, uh, you know, about a five-point game uh, periodically throughout the game. I mean, they they hit kudos to them. They, you know, give them a lot of credit. They got a good club, and uh, 
you know, the Oakley kid really hurt us last night. I thought we did a really good job on Hurd, you know, limiting him to 21. I think his past two games he had 40 against Stone, had 31 against uh, uh, York the other night. And, uh, you know, we, we limited him to 21 points. But, uh, you know, the Oakley kid made some really big shots down the stretch, uh, you know, contested shots. And, uh, you know, you can't do anything about that. All you can do is play good defense. But, you know, our guys never quit. You know, they never say die. They're just going to keep scoring. You know, clawing and scratching and, um, you know, get back to making it a game. And, you know, I feel like, you know, we're real close right now. Um, you know, it seems like we're just a couple possessions away in every game. And uh, just hoping that, uh, you know, we can figure it out and, you know, make that go in our favor in the future. Coach, when you first took the job at Warren County, this being your first year, what were some of the things that you came in that you wanted to do right from the get-go? Well, uh, you know, we're just trying to uh, establish our culture and establish our foundations, you know, for the future, um, you know, which is, you know, being a good teammate, playing hard and, uh, you know, respecting one another. Um, you know, we just want to establish our culture this year of, uh, you know, change the lock, locker room a little bit. And, uh, um, you know, the guys that we got on the floor, they're good kids, man. They play hard. You know, we're a little undersized for 4A, but, you know, we're not undersized in effort or or heart and determination, you know, we're really leading the, uh, doing things we need to do, you know, in that area. Um, like I said, we're just possession or two away. Um, but the foundation and the, the things that we're setting for the future, um, you know, we're establishing right now, and uh, hopefully we can, uh, you know, have a solid, solid foundation, you know, on that culture part. We want to bring your players on over here, and uh, we'll talk to them coming up here in just a moment. I'll ask you one more question as yep. they get set here, but. Uh, uh, it's been a tough early schedule for your team oh. thus far, but you've been so close in so many games. What do you feel like may help you get over the hump to, to start turning some of these close losses into wins? Well, uh, you know, if we want to get into, like, statistical measures, you know, we we got to do a little bit better job at the free throw line. Uh, you know, we're only shooting about 60% uh, from the free throw line as a team, and, you know, uh, that's you know that means we're leaving some points out there. Um, we're doing a great job rebounding. Um, you know, be understized. We do a good job of getting a body on a body and, you know, being real physical and tough, you know, but that you, you've known me a lot of long time, man. That's just something that's, you know, on our teams, yep. um, you know, but, you know, statistically uh, speaking, you know, just, just a couple of decisions here, or there, you know, a couple of possessions here, or there, um, you know, sometimes you need a little luck. Sometimes you need a little break. Um, you know, that's kind of not went our way thus far, but, you know, when they hang our district tournament championship banner up on the wall at the end of the year, they're not going to put a record on it. Nobody's right. going to care. Um, you know, we, we consider everything preseason to the postseason. Um, you know, we talk about that every day, that we're not going to lose, we're going to win, or we're going to learn. And, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, because we're, you know, making deposits now that we can make withdrawals later, you know. So we're trying to stay positive. The energy's good. Uh, guys continue to work. They continue to believe in what we're doing. I, I really, I really feel like it's going, the tide's going to turn. Let's talk to some of your players. We've got Caden Rutledge, Chase Newby, and Sawyer Seymour with us this morning on the High School Playbook. Caden, we'll start with you. And uh, first of all, being a senior on this Warren County team, what's that been like for you this year? Uh, man, it's been great. You know, a lot of change in the program, but it's been nothing but positives, man. You know, Fitz, great guy, great coach. You know, one of the best guys I've met before. So. He's really changing the tide at Warren County. What has Coach Fitch, Fish brought in this year that's really got this program reinvigorated and excited? Man, it's really just no no individualism, you know, team first type of mentality at all times. So, man, 
can't really say much about, you know, he does everything right almost. You want to say that, you know, nobody's perfect, but right. Coach Fish is the, the type of type of coach you want around, you know, especially for my last year. Gabe, you were an all-district performer last year. What's some things you've done to elevate your game this year? Um, You know, I've, I've tried to still hone in on my defensive skills. You know, that's what I pride myself on is – my defense, defense first mentality, um, you know, seeing last night matched up with a guy like Hurd, you know, that was my focus going into the game. I want to keep him under his average, you know. Right. That's my type of mindset. You know. How excited, pumped up do you get to go up against a player like a Josh Hurd that, that you know has got all kinds of talent and can put 40 on the board? Yeah, it's exciting, man, you know, very exciting. You know, if your juices ain't flowing for one of those <laughs> games, I, you know, like Coach says, I don't think you have a pulse, so <laughs> – I love playing those type of guys. What do you want to accomplish before this season's done as an individual and then as a team? Um, district title, like he said. You know, I've, I've won two in my past, you know, as a player. But that third one, I feel like my senior year would just be tops, cherry on top, man. And, you know, we just got to keep our head down and keep grinding. Me as a player, I got to, you know, get my jump shot and my field goal percentages back up, you know. But we'll work on that. You'll get there for sure. Yes, sir. Well, good luck, Caden Rutledge, joining us on the High School Playbook. Let's get Chase Newby up with the microphone next as Chase, uh, also a senior on this team. And, again, I'll ask you that question. What's it feel like being a senior? Just these four years gone by awfully quick to you? Oh, yeah, they've gone by very quickly. But uh, it's good to end it off with Coach Fish. You know, he's a great guy, and uh, I've had a good time. What are some things that Coach Fish has taught you early on that uh, you've really taken to heart? Uh, discipline and responsibility. And, yeah, that's it. How energetic is this guy in practice? I got a feeling I already know. He can get after us sometimes, (laughs) that's for sure. And I love it, man. I love it. Chase, what are some things in your game that you've elevated this year? Uh, I would definitely say my physicality and just banging down low, grabbing boards and putting it up. What do you feel like the strength of your overall game is? I'd say finishing at the rim. I think, you know, if I get down low with some contact, I can definitely put it in the basket. What are some things you're still working on that you feel like you need work on? I'd say my mid-range jump shot. You know, last night I shot two for five from the free throw line. It's got to be better than that. But, yeah, I'd say the mid-range jump shot needs a little work, but that's it. Chase, how is the camaraderie of this team? Are you all pretty close? Oh, yeah. We've gotten pretty tight over the past few months. So, it's, it's been good. As far as the leadership of the seniors, do you embrace that leadership role? Oh, yeah, I like to embrace it a lot. You know, I like to get the guys going. Just trying to try my best to be a leader. All right, Chase, last thing, uh, what would you like to accomplish as an individual and as a team this year? I really want to win uh, the district championship and make a run in our region. That would be great. So. All right, then. It's certainly possible with a lot of hard work. Chase Newby joining us on the High School Playbook. Sawyer Seymour's up next, and uh, – Sawyer, how excited are you about being a senior? Is it a little sad that this is your last year of high school basketball? Um, yeah, it is a little sad, but, I mean, I know I've done what I've wanted to do for three years. Um, and if I do what I want to do this year, then it won't be like a sad send-off. It'll be a good one. So if we just do what we're supposed to do, then I'll have a good senior year. What's one thing you feel like you've already accomplished that you're very proud of? Um, just this is the first time I felt like I've had a, like a family as a team. Um, I've had a fun senior year. Like, the past couple years playing basketball, it wasn't, like, fun. I mean, I had fun, but this is like a family almost. Like, I have brothers all around me, so that's – I'm glad I have that. What does this team you guys do away from basketball? If you're not playing basketball, what are you guys into? 
Uh, we just we just like to mess around, honestly. <laughs> we do a lot of dumb stuff. Um, probably shouldn't say stuff on here, but we just do crazy stuff. <laughs> just have a lot of fun, basically. <laughs> yes, right? sir. What, what do you see in your game that has become a strength in your overall game? Um, I mean, obviously shooting. I mean, that's probably my go-to, but... Uh, with Coach Fish, he's helped me learn that you can't just be good at one thing. you got to learn to attack, and I feel like now and then I'm getting people to jump and, and finally get into the rim a little bit. You talk about shooting. When the shots are not falling, what do you what do you go to? What do you kind of drop back into? What's the next thing that you look to do in your game? Well, I mean, it was like Telahoma. I wasn't hot, but Devin was hot. So, like, we ran a play where I set a screen for Devin, and I just want to make sure I get his shot off or whoever is hot, give them the ball and make sure they have a good shot look. What would you like for this team to accomplish and you yourself before the season's over? Uh, just like these guys are saying, district championship, and I've never been to the glass house, so I want to go there. Got to go and experience it, so good luck to yes, you guys. Uh, Sawyer Seymour, Chase Newby, Caden Rutledge, all joining us. Coach, we'll come back to you for one final question as we wrap up. And uh, This is a great team, I can already tell, with great attitudes here, and I know you've brought that to this program, haven't known you a long time. And uh, uh, Coach, you get set to go into some holiday tournaments, and uh, – East Nashville, next challenge on the board. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh, on to the next. Uh, what do you expect coming up in the Sonic Shootout? Uh, you know, we're going to play the best people, Tom. You've known me a long time. I don't call anybody. Um, you know, I'm not one, and my teams are not one to not step up to a challenge. Um, it's, in, it's in those games where you find out who you are. Right. You know, the team finds out about themselves, you know, when they have to look – uh, in the mirror, uh, you know, with somebody that's, you know, maybe a little bit more athletic or a little bit better, you know. I mean, Jalen Jones is a great player, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we play Bradford the next day, which is going to be an athletic school out of Memphis. And, you know, then we're going down next week to Tampa after Christmas. And, you know, we're opening up with a private school down there. You can imagine how that's going to be. And, yep. uh, you know, we're just going to keep challenging ourselves. Um, you know, I like the dudes. I like where we're at. Um, you know, we're going to make sure that we're, they're prepared for the moments that are leading up to, you know, district, you know, regular season, you know, district tournament, regional tournament, and, you know, and hopefully because of those experiences and those tough games and those battles, you know, we're going to be battle tested. And, you know, we talk about the ball hasn't really bounced our way in some t- some games. It only takes one time and one game yep. to move on to where you want to move on to. Exactly. These people talk about 28, 29 wins. I played for three games, you know, that district tournament to get that high seeding, get that game at home, quarterfinal of the regions, get that at home, win it at home, get into the semis, one game for all the marbles to get to the sub-state. Yep. You know, you get to that sub-state and then it's mono e mono and it's anybody's game. You know, I've been fortunate enough to be coaching in high school for 10 years, been to, you know, Stargate three times, Starplex three times with the softball team at the cab, and, you know, one time, first time, you know, with the Lady Tigers there uh, in the history of the five-on-five, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you got to have a little bit of luck. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, I've learned things over the years from my mentors, you know, Coach Danny Bond and Jerry Foster and, you know, even Harold Luna. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully I've learned enough from, from all of those guys to be able to put these guys in a position to um, – be able to do the things that I've already, you know, been able to experience and players that's played for me. So, you know, we're going to keep grinding. We're going to keep coming at them. Um, you know, we're going to keep knocking on the door. And, uh, you know, eventually it's going to be, you know, it's going to open for us. So, 
Coach, I know you're going to bring a lot of excitement, a lot of hard work, and I know you'll get the job done, and you're already getting it done at Warren County, obviously. Coach Danny Fish and members of the basketball team joining us today. Coach, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, I appreciate you, Tom, always. Thank you. When we come back, we'll talk some Livingston Academy girls basketball. Pickett County boys coach Joseph Aminette is next when the high school playbook continues, built by Mountain Martin Builders. Buffaloes and Blue Devils and Bulldogs. We've got your team covered. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Pickett County Bobcats have had the last week off, but they'll be back in action later on today, taking on East Robertson. Pickett County boys coach Joseph Aminette joining us on the High School Playbook. Coach, has the week off giving you some extra time to work on some things in practice and maybe heal up a few bumps and bruises? You know it has, man. You know it, it's we're um, we've just been trying to prepare for East Robertson, and um, you know to learn, um, you know, kind of what we've done well and what we need to improve on. And we've spent a lot of time this week working on that and uh, just keeping the kids kids active, letting them get through their finals at school, and uh, just get ready to uh, to play East Robertson on Saturday, and then hit our Christmas tournaments the following week. You know, every year's a new year. you got to kind of start over new, even when you have players coming back from the year before. You mentioned some things that your team has done well. What are some of those things that you've liked about the early season performance? Uh, you know, I think our uh, ability to pressure the basketball, um, we've, done a, we've done a really good job of uh, being able to control people's, people's offensive pace. Uh, we've been able to get them to play at our pace, and I think that's been to our advantage so far. And um, just really the effort that, that our kids are having to give um, for us to be able to play that fast is, uh, has been something that I'm, that I'm really pleased with. Coach, on the flip side of things, I know there's always things, especially early in the season, you're still trying to get worked out. What are some of those things, especially that you've been putting some emphasis on in practice this week? You know, just, just the small things. We, um, you know, we're not a, we don't have a lot of length, and, uh, and we're young. So when you don't have length and you're young, you uh, you have room you have less room to make mistakes. So just just the fundamentals of basketball, just passing and catching, cutting the right way, executing the right way, building a wall defensively when we spoke when we're supposed to. Just those things. You know, on, on the on a large scale, I'm, I'm really pleased with the things we need to improve on. Are the little things um, that we don't have room room to make those mistakes and win games that maybe other teams are that have a little more length, a little more size. Are those little things? things that kind of, I hate to say correct themselves, but seem to get better as the season goes along, as you have more time to work on them? You know, they not. You know, it's one of those things, what I'll tell you, that I've, that I've noticed the whole time I've been around a game of basketball is um, you have to fight it um, all season long to do the little things. You, you know, you get to rolling, you get to doing things the right way, and you forget, well, I do this exactly. The reason I'm having success is because I'm doing, the, doing this a little extra. And I think it's just human nature to go away from those things because they're just they're monotonous, that they're every day, and you don't see an instant gratification for them. So for me, uh, when I was playing and, and since I've been coaching, you know, those things don't get any easier. They actually get harder, and you just have to, to find a way to keep kids focused on them every day. We're speaking with Pickett County boys head basketball coach Joseph Aminette on the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned not having a lot of length or height. It, the game it seems like it's evolved into more of a guard-oriented game, especially on the collegiate and the pro level. 
Do you see more of that in the high school level as well, or is length still a big advantage on the high school level from what you see? Oh, I think it's still a huge advantage. Um, you know, we don't have a shot clock. So, you know, when you're playing against length and size and, and, and big people, you know, they don't have to shoot it in 30 seconds. If you play really good defense, they can actually pass the ball for an entire minute until they get the ball where they want to inside. So, you know, I, I think length, at, at the end of the day, length is something that's just really hard to overcome. And, and the only real equalizer for it for a team like us is the ability to shoot from the perimeter and the ability to play fast. And, um, you know, those two things are what we have to do. And with us not having a shot clock to help us hurry teams up, we have to play a little harder than everybody else because we don't have that length. Coach, you are a relatively young team. You've only got a couple of seniors on this year's squad. Have those seniors stepped up and become the kind of leaders that you're looking for for this year's team? Yeah, you can't. You know, our, our two seniors are Dylan Anderson and Payne Burton. And, um, you know, those are, those are two kids that stepped away from our team and then asked to come back, and we let them back in. They had to do some things. Um, they're going to be allowed to come back and participate on the team this year, and they've done all those and more. You know, we, we talk about every day in practice, um, we talk about not catching the disease of me and how we can protect our team and protect that from us. And those two kids have done phenomenal. Um, they, they've, you know, they've led by example. They've done everything we've asked them to do. They've really helped our team be better. And um, the, exact, the example that Dylan Anderson and Payne Burton have done this year is uh, I couldn't be prouder. Of, um, of their attitude, their effort, and, and the results they're giving us on the floor. Coach, you get ready for East Robertson, a team that uh, claimed a gold ball last year. I know some personnel losses for them, but uh, is this still a pretty talented team? What do you expect from them? Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're an excellent team. You know, they, they just got their football players back last week. I think they're 3-0 and since they got their football players back. Um, I think they'll be 4-0. They play tonight before they come to Pickett County. You know, really, they only lost Taylor Groves, which was a great player. But, you know, they've got a state championship team that you literally have everybody back but one player. They're, they've got great length. They've got three kids that have Division One football scholarship offers that are juniors. Um, they're, they're really well coached. It's, um, it's going to be a great game for us. Um, a lot of people ask, why did I schedule it? I just couldn't resist having East Robertson come to Pickett County to play. And uh, I think it'll be a great game for us to play in December to see where we're at and to play against one of the top, you know, the returning state champion. Absolutely. Fantastic team, a good challenge for your team. Then you get on into the uh, the Christmas tournaments. Is it harder to kind of keep the team focused when you're playing around the holidays? You know, I, it's not actually that, to be honest with you. It's a, lot, it's a, it's a little easier. Um, they're out of school. Uh, they don't have anything to focus on but basketball. Um, it's a little easier on the kids. You know, when you get through December and classes are winding down, they've got finals, all these things going on, things pulling out in a different way, it, it's hard on kids. And uh, that's the reason we didn't schedule games this week was, you know, if we can get, get by and not, not schedule games on final week for kids and let kids get through there. We, we found that during the Christmas holidays, it's, um, kids can get a little more focused. We can spend more time together and kind of gel as a team. Well, Coach, it's going to be an exciting next couple of weeks with a lot of basketball going on for the Pickett County Bobcats. Coach Joseph Aminette joining us on the High School Playbook. Coach, wishing you the best through the next couple of weeks of basketball. Thank you very much.
Allie Butler pumped in 24 points. Hallie Ledbetter had a double-double with 15. Mally Jean Coleman, 9 points, 5 assists, 5 steals. Livingston beats Macon County 62-38. Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats head basketball coach Leslie Riddle joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, how good did it feel to finally play a district game and even more importantly than that, get a big district win in your district opener? Well, you know, I... I other teams have already played two or three district games, and I, I felt a little bit behind. And so um, it was good to play a district game, and it's always good to get a win in this district. You know, it, it's just kind of every night either team can win. So, you know, in this district, any win, you'll, you'd love to have them. How important is it to kind of get off to a strong start with this district just really loaded top to bottom? Well, I think it's crucial. I mean, you, you're going to lose some games early probably um because our district schedule is so tough but um if you if you can pull off some of those early wins those are really important coach how much do you feel like the i hate to call it preseason but a lot of people refer to the games leading up to district as preseason but the games that you played how much has that prepared you for district um i think we did a pretty good job this year of scheduling different styles of teams that's what we try to try to do early you know, um, try to go some some middle and some East Tennessee, just play some different styles and try to find out what your true weaknesses are. Of course, you go to camp in the summer and, and learn a little bit, but, you know, there's not a whole lot of coaching goes on in camp, so um, it's, it's kind of hard to tell at that point. So it's good to see teams that have been coached up really well and, and try to find some of those weaknesses. And we have found a few things um, that – that honestly I didn't realize we weren't going to be good at. So we've, we've been able to at least start to improve on some of, the little, some of those little things. What are some of those little things that you refer to and uh, what are some things you're trying to do to iron those things out before you really get into the meat of district play? Well, the, the main thing that I've noticed is our shot selection. Um, I think we're still taking some really bad shots into some really quick shots and and we all know in our district you can't waste opportunities or you can't waste possessions because if you know it's going to be some close games here and they're going to come down to one possession. So um, you know we just we're just talking about it, we're drilling on it in practice, and every single game we'll look back and say, okay, was this a good shot? Was that a good shot? And it's a good shot's a different shot for different players. So that's kind of a hard thing to learn all at one time. And another thing that we're we've struggled with a little bit is our turnovers, which kind of surprised us because we've got you know good ball handlers and but i think we're just taking too many chances kind of like taking bad shots taking too many chances so um those things and then last night i think macon county showed us we need to work on our our post defense quite a bit they did a really good job with their post players coach eight and one to open the season six wins in a row despite some of the little things your team playing good basketball having won eight of your first nine what are some things that you're pleased with that you've seen so far I think this group's starting to trust each other. Um, they're playing extremely well together. Um, you know, Livingston Academy fans are, are kind of spoiled from, you know, way back when, when, when Livingston was so good. But I feel like, you know, those fans are saying things to me like, I love watching this team play together. This is one of the best passing teams you've had. Um, they're just sharing the ball really well. And that, that has developed over the first, you know, month or so here. It wasn't good in the summer, um, and I feel like it's gotten a lot better, so I'm real proud of that, and I am proud of our defense. I mean, they they give everything they've got every single play, and they take pride in their defense. Um, if there's a loose ball on the floor, one or two are diving after it. 
Um, so the intensity is there defensively. So I'm really proud of that. And I feel like, you know, some of our players are really stepping up and, and really having at least a good start to the year. In particular, um, Hallie Ledbetter has been incredible. Um, she's almost average in a double-double. Um, and in high school girls basketball, that's pretty rare. And uh, Mally Jean Coleman has really, really come on. She worked all summer really hard on her game and, and is having a really good start to the year. We're speaking with Livingston Academy girls basketball coach Leslie Riddle on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. I want to come back to Hallie because you were talking about she's almost averaging a double-double, and as you say, that is almost heard of in girls' high school basketball. What about her game has she worked on to really elevate it maybe to another level this year? Well, I think she decided that we needed that that additional score, um, so she's really worked on her shot. And, of course, the, her knack for rebounding is, is incredible. I, I told her that she may be the best uh, rebounder I've ever coached. So that's that's incredible, and and was before she just wasn't getting the minutes last year really to to average those eight or nine or ten rebounds. But um, she's really worked on her shooting and and made that a priority to be another scorer for us. She doesn't care if she scores two or twenty, but uh, she knows that that's something that we need another another scorer in there. Since we lost, you know, Keaton last year, she she felt like she could step up and help in that in that area. Coach, you get set to uh, get involved in a couple of tournaments over the course of the holiday season. You head up to Gatlinburg for the Smoky Mountain Classic. And uh, what kind of competition do you expect? I know the first team out of the gate, Hebron Academy out of Georgia, is a pretty strong uh, pretty strong opponent. What do you expect up in Gatlinburg? Well, we, we haven't been able to find a current video on Hebron Academy, but everything we are finding is very impressive. Um, uh, Coach Azar from theirs won 15 state championships and um they they've got all kinds of college signees in the last couple of years so you know we're expecting a very very talented team and a very well coached team um but honestly in individual players on that team how they're playing right now we don't we don't really know I and mean, there ain't no but um we don't really know but uh we felt like we we wanted to go again like i was saying earlier play some different styles and different types teams. So I'm really I'm really glad that Coach Parton put us in, you know, against the Georgia team because I don't I don't really know what to expect and we'll see if we adjust on the fly. I mean wins and losses at this point obviously you want to win. But uh they're not that important if you can learn something and improve your team. Absolutely. Want to get better. And I know Livingston Academy is going to go up there and compete against some uh, really good teams. Coach Leslie Riddle of the Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats. Coach, good luck and enjoy the trip to Gatlinburg. All right. Thank you, sir. We'll talk White County Warriors basketball with head coach Michael Dodgett and members of the White County team when the high school playbook continues from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Warriors and Cavaliers in action. Wildcats and Panthers on the prowl. We've got them covered. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. The White County Warriorettes won their ninth basketball game of the season last night with a 72-40 win over Ben here in County. In a border rivalry matchup, Coach Michael Dodgett and members of the White County Warriorettes joining us here at Chick-fil-A. Coach, good win again last night, 9-1 uh, to start the season. What are you liking about your basketball team so far? Uh, they're playing hard. They're competing every day, not only in practice but in games. Uh, we don't always do everything right, but they're at least competing hard and getting after it and holding each other accountable. 
Coach, I may have asked you this question earlier in the season, but just to kind of revisit that uh, last season didn't end the way you wanted it to, certainly. Has that kind of carried over this year with the attitude of this team? Has that kind of put a little extra spark, maybe a chip on their shoulders so far? I, I think yes and no. I think yes in some that they want to accomplish a lot more than what they accomplished last year. And no in it's just kind of it's a different season. A lot of times you can't rely on what you did in the past. You've got to move on and continue to get better for the future. So it's kind of a, a yes and no question right there. But, um, you know, they, they've been extremely accountable for what they want to do. They've set goals for what they want to do. And, and, you know, they're trying to accomplish those every day. Coach, if there's one thing that you're still trying to kind of iron out as you get set to go into the holiday tournaments, what might that be? Just being more consistent offensively. Uh, I think we've gotten better defensively. Uh, throughout the season, we had the one hiccup there at Cookville a couple weeks ago where we just didn't play very well defensively at all. And, and after that, you know, we've been pretty locked in defensively against Opperman DeCab and then last night against Van Buren. What are the elements on offense that maybe you're struggling most with right now? Well, we've got to just shoot the basketball better. Uh, you know, we're, we're still struggling a little bit from the three-point line and, and the mid-range area. Uh, and if we can at, improve on that in our game, you know, we're going to be really tough to guard coming down the stretch. Coach, we'll come back to you here in just a little bit. We've got three members of the team with us this morning. We've got Nia Powers, Lexi Golden, and uh, Carly Beth Frazier. Nia, we'll start off with you. And uh, uh, first of all, this uh, this season, what's it been like to start out with for you? What's been kind of your motivating factor so far this year? Well, I think um, we've all played together for so long now since we were little. And I think I think it's senior season. So I yeah. – so I think that just we I, we want to go really far and do really good, and that just motivates me every day. This is my last time to play with them, and it just that gets me through every day. How surreal does that seem that this is it? This is your senior year, and this is the last go round. It's absolutely crazy. We were, I mean, we were freshmen. I feel like last year, and right? So, yeah. And so, and we're here, and it's just it's sad, but it's also it's also so fun, and so just to have this experience. How much does it benefit you having played together so long that you you probably know? each other inside out what they're going to do how much does that benefit you I think a lot like um we played with my dad whenever he was our AAU coach right. and so we've just we've learned each other and we know that we don't have to worry about having each other's back yeah. like we know we know we have that and we know everyone's going to come and how they play who they are and it's just it's always set us up for success Neil what's the biggest thing you worked on in the offseason to elevate your game to this year I think that would be outside shooting I think that and ball handling um. <laughs> <laughs> As she looks over at Coach Dodge. <laughs> I don't know if he'd agree, but. Um. <laughs> but that's the biggest things you you have worked on yeah. so far. What do you feel like this team can accomplish? You're off to a 9-1 start. You play in a very tough district. What can this team do this year? I think we could go all the way. I mean, obviously everyone wants to go to state, and so that's that's our goal. And I think I think if we keep doing what we're supposed to do and we keep playing aggressive and we keep having this fire we've had, um, I think we can go all the way. How does it feel to be a leader on this basketball team? Do you embrace that role? Um, I'd like to think so. Um, <laughs> I, I hope the girls think the same. But, um, but no, I just, I just know i got to be as good as they'll be. So I just know I have to show up for them and they'll show up for me. And that's 
That's just what I think. Nia Powers joining us on the High School Playbook. We'll come over to Lexi Golden. And, uh, Lexi, I'll ask you, you know, it, it, being your senior season, what? Uh, how does it feel that these four years have come and gone quickly, I assume? Yeah, it's very surreal. It almost – I agree with Nia. It feels like we were freshmen not too long ago. But it's very different because I feel like I've known these girls not just through high school. Like, we've known each other since we were, like, five. So just <laughs> knowing that, like, this is it, it's, it's crazy. Having known each other this long, what do you do away from basketball to kind of get your mind maybe off basketball for a few minutes? We hang out a lot. We spend a lot of time together on the court and off the court. You know, we're always, we've been really close for so long now. So we just like to spend time together, just like last night, get everybody together. <laughs> so what's been your, you think the biggest change in your game going back to freshman year to now, what's been the biggest area you've experienced growth? I think I definitely have more confidence in myself now, and that I mean that makes a big difference. Obviously, when you're not confident, it does, it's not good. Do you feel like this team overall has a high level of confidence? Yes. I definitely think that we're confident in ourselves and in our abilities, but I feel like we're also confident in each other, not just one-on-one. Is there ever a time you're on the court that you feel intimidated, whether it be an opponent or something, a particular school, anything like that ever intimidate this team, do you feel? Not really. I like to think that we intimidate others, but, I mean, I <laughs> could be wrong. Would you, You'd rather intimidate others than be yeah. intimidated, obviously, right? Yes, of course. What would you like to accomplish individually and as a team before the season ends? I definitely want a district championship. You know, Coach Hodgson's explained to us that you win districts, you host regions, all of that. As many games as we can get in our home gym, you know, I want that. I like our home crowd, and they're very supportive. So, And it says a lot to win this district because I think a lot of people would argue this is the best girls' basketball district Absolutely. in the state. Do you feel that way? Yeah. It's a very tough district. You know, there's it's a battle every single night every time you step on the floor. Absolutely. Lexi Golden joining us on the High School Playbook. We'll come on over to Carly Beth Frazier. And, uh, Carly Beth, how does it feel to be a senior on this White County team? Um, very surreal. Like they both said, we've been playing together since we could walk. So playing one last time with them, it's just really crazy to think about. What What is it about your teammates that you love most about them, whether it be on the court or off the court? Uh, they're very supportive, and they will always tell me what, what I'm doing wrong or what I'm doing right. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any pranksters on this team? Because I feel like there might be somebody that could stand out as one. I would say definitely KG. KG? She's one of our seniors. (laughs) Okay. She's the prankster on the team. Probably. All right. What about your game do you feel like has grown most during your time at White County? I would also say my confidence. I had to work on that a lot, but I'm way more confident with myself than I was one to two years ago. Right. Offensively or defensively, what's your strength? Defense. What do you like about playing defense? I just, I don't know. I just like it way more than playing offense. It's just way more <laughs> Are you a little bit better maybe on the defensive side I of the mean, ball you feel? Yeah, and I like to turn people over and run the floor. So, What are some things you're still working on in your individual game? Um, shooting. Like being confident in my shot and knocking down open shots. That's something that Coach Dodgen emphasizes quite a bit in yeah. practice. All right. Well, ladies, thank you for joining us this morning. Nia Powers, Lexi Golden, Carly Beth Frazier, thank you all for being with us this morning. Coach, we'll come back to you uh, and talk about the Frank's Christmas shootout that's coming up in Sparta this week. And uh, I know you've got some tough competition coming in. And uh, what are you looking forward to seeing from your team during the shootout? Well, First and foremost, we want to say thanks to, to Frank Del Toro and his people for uh, sponsoring our tournament this year and, and making that happen and allowing us to bring in great competition to Sparta for three days. And, you know, on the boys' side, we're bringing in a, a very good East Nashville team mm-hmm. uh, that, that 
won a state title last year. I don't think Coach Mitchell's real happy about that. <laughs> but, uh, he'll, he'll get over it. Uh, you got Warren County, obviously. Uh, you know, we got some good teams there on the boys' side. Uh, on the girls' side, it, it's as tough a field as we've ever had. Um, you've got Red Bull and Springs, who's 8 0 right now coming in you got Bradford coming in on Monday uh, you got York Institute which I mean York's York's a high level team South Gibson out of West Tennessee is a very good basketball team uh, you got Warren County and coach Lippy's done a good job down there with them you got the Baylor school out of Chattanooga and then we've got East Nashville girls along with Stone Memorial coming so it's a field where you've got nine quality teams and and, and all nine could win the tournament yeah so I mean if, if obviously we start Monday at 1 30 and then we're all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday. So people that want to watch good basketball, all you got to do is come down to Sparta at any time during the day, and you're going to have good basketball games to watch. Absolutely. Going to be great basketball to watch Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at the White County Gym and at White County Middle School as on well. Monday, just on Monday. Just on Monday. We play two games on Monday at the middle school, and then we've got six games at the high school Monday night. So, you know, we're excited about it. Uh, anytime you host a tournament and bring teams in and showcase your facility, I think we've got arguably – you know, for a gym that was built in 1967, mm-hmm. we've got a we've got one of the nicest facilities around. We've done some upgrades to the gym. We've got a nice video board in there now that we've had a lot of generous donors uh, help pay for the board and sponsor us on the board. So, you know, we're excited about our facilities and and we're excited about our basketball teams. The gym certainly looks great. I've done a lot of work there and it is one of the best facilities I feel like in all the Upper Cumberland. And you got a great basketball team to boot. Coach Michael Dodge of the White County Warrior Edge joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, best of luck next week and uh, moving on into the second half of the season. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys and, and thanks for having us on today. Thank you, Coach. We'll come back. We've got some Cookville High School boys basketball to talk about with Coach Josh Hurd when the high school playbook continues from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Cookville Cavaliers went on the road and got a big victory last night at Warren County. 64-55 with Jack Oakley and Josh Hurd each had 21 points. Goodville boys coach Joshua Hurd joining us on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, before we get into talking about the game itself, what's impressed you most about your team's start to the season? Well, you know, we've we've made some changes on our on our defense style and just the ability for the, the team to adapt those changes and play that style has been really been really impressive, you know, these first first few ball games. Um you know, just, just learning, playing together, communicating. You know, I, I've liked that the most so far. Talking about your defensive style, what were some of the changes that you made to, to hopefully build that unit up and make it a little bit better for you this year? Well, it's actually been it's actually been a two-year deal that we've been working on this. Just, just you know, trying to match up defense. And, you know, it's, it's a tough defense to play, you know, and it's a tough defense to actually call out. Um, to know what they're, you know, for other teams to know what we're doing. And if we play it the right way, you know, we're, we're playing a little bit of man, half possession, a little bit of zone, half, half the possession. So, but, you know, just for us to to start it this year, you know, after working on it, you know, a couple of years, it, it's been pretty good. You know, we, we figured, you know, with a team full of juniors, you know, we, we could be able to do it. And, you know, we, we've been really – really really productive in in the communication part of it and it really helps us out you know so i'm just really impressed by it 
As you mentioned, a team full of juniors. I think you've only got the one senior on the roster and a, a load of juniors. A lot of times you see a lot of growth between that sophomore and junior year. Has that been the case for a lot of the juniors on this team this year? You know, it really has. You know, we knew that coming in um, that, you know, those, these boys have been playing since their freshman year. You know, you know, the spot minutes here and there, except, except for, you know, Josh Hurd, of course, he's, you know, he started. But, but you know, over the summer from these sophomore years to the junior year, you know, we've got we've got two guys that are that have made you know great great strides. You know, and Jack Oakley and, and Bennett Reeves, you know, and it's been very helpful for us just to have those you know added scores, you know, those added threats on the team. And you know, of course, Josh, you know, he's been he's been playing you know really well here here the last three ball games, three or four ball games. And, you know, just, just for those guys to have that, that solid rock and that senior and Alex Clark, you know, it really helps. You know, Alex, he fights. He fights hard every single play. You know, he shows them what a senior is supposed to do. Coach, let's get back to the game against Warren County, a team that's won only two ball games, but they played a pretty tough schedule. Going into that game last night, did you expect kind of that tough outing against the team, and how did your team perform? Yeah, we did. We went over this in practice. You know, we've – you know, we went back to the days where Warren County was in our district and just telling the guys how, you know, their atmosphere on Friday night in their gym is, is, is close. It's similar to, to what Sparta has. You know, their their student body really comes out. You know, they you know they have great support from the community. So we knew that it was going to be a tough outing. You know, we've we've talked to the boys about their last last couple of ball games where you know they they played Sparta very close. You know, could have won that game and. A tough Stewart's Creek team they played, and they should have basically probably should have won that ball game too. You know, so you know we knew they they weren't bad. You know, we we never look at someone's record. Uh, we never talk about their record. I don't think we've ever told the boys, you know, what someone's um, record was going into the ball game. But you know, we just we basically just just you know we focus on their style of play, what they do, and how they get how they try to be productive against you. So. You know, the boys knew we had a dog fight coming in, and um, you know, I thought we played hard. You know, for the for the most part, you know, we had a couple of laps, had a, had a few laxes uh, here and there after we got a big lead, and uh, and that's something that we just have to continue to work on. Talking to Cookville Cavaliers head basketball coach Josh Hurd on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Talking about when times get tough and some adversity, you played a tough schedule early on. Uh, I got to see the game against Stone Memorial, a game that you were down and came back and won in overtime. Is there something a little bit extra special this year with this team that they've kind of begun to grasp how to overcome times that are adverse when things kind of go wrong, they know how to bounce back from it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we really do. And, you know, and the coaches, uh, again, this is something that we have kind of hopped upon um, you know, we we told the boys that, you know, if they really want to win a district championship and a region championship, we have to do things a whole lot differently than we've done in the past. And, you know, you know, these boys have been playing three years, some of them four years with Alex Clark. You know, so they understand what we're talking about, how, you know, the Cookville teams have gotten so far and and then and then stopped. So so now, you know, we've you know, we we preach that even after a win, you know, we're all we, we're still on the boys about, you know, we got to fix this and we got to fix that, and you know, uh, you know, we had a we had a team, 
we had a team, you know, sit down after after every game and, and to hear those boys talk about, you know, with each other that, you know, hey, guys, we got to fix this. we got to do better than this. And, you know, and that, you know, that, that speaks volumes of the team that we are, you know. And I, I fully know that a championship team is led by players, not by coaches. So we we give those boys, you know, that freedom to to talk to themselves and to to fix things themselves because you know they're going to listen to each other probably a little bit more than they're going to listen to the coaches at times. So you know I, I think we are learning how to how to get over those tough times and you know and it always you know it always helps when you have somebody score forty you know in a game. So <laughs> I think you know when you have when you have that ability to just give the ball to someone and just get out the way, um, you know that is. You know that that is very very helpful. You know, and you know Stone Memorial has that in Caps, and you know we have that in Herd. So, you know, just just having that ability to do that helps with those hard times when, you know, a team may be trying to do something tough with your own defense, or you may not know what they're doing, but you, you can just give the ball to one player and then you know, kind of stand back and watch. You know, it, it helps. Cookville off to a 6-2 and two start, four wins in a row as it gets set to go to Beach on Monday to play in a tournament first of the week. Coach Josh Hurd joining us in the high school playbook. Coach, thank you for the time this morning, and uh, good luck uh, at Beach and down at Fort Walton Beach as well. Awesome. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. We'll wrap it up from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive on the high school playbook continues right after this. Where the coaches hold their pre- and post-game meetings. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. A light schedule of basketball in the Upper Cumberland area for tonight. Pickett County back in action after an eight-day break. As the Bobcats, the Lady Bobcats will host East Robertson tonight. The Stone Memorial Panthers playing in the Stone Memorial Christmas Classic. They'll take on Apostolic Christian today. Opperman will continue play in the Kiwanis Palm Coast Classic down in Panama City Beach, Florida. Lots of tournament action beginning on Monday and running through Friday up next week. No shortage of high school basketball games involving teams from the Upper Cumberland all throughout the area. And for that matter, all throughout the country. Some teams will be going out west. A couple girls going to Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, some teams playing down as Florida as well. So a lot of basketball coming up the next few days during the school's break for the holidays. We want to thank our guests for today. Danny Fish and members of the Warren County Boys Basketball Team. Michael Dodgen and members of the White County Girls Basketball Team. Also want to thank Pickett County Boys Coach Joseph Amonette, Livingston Academy Girls Coach Leslie Riddle, and Cookville Boys Coach Joshua Hurd for joining us on today's program. Our studio producers are Gavin Gonsi and Jake Wallman. Our on-site producer is Elizabeth Fortune. And for this week's edition of the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed, added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close. Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now. UCSportsNation.com.